do not just allow people to, to come back and sit and wait. One of the worst conversations I had with a gym owner who's no longer a gym owner anymore. And after I tell you what he said, uh, you'll know why. What's up, FBU Nation? We are back. It's Coach AB, Anthony Bevilacqua, alongside Vince Gabriel. Today we have a jam-packed, educational, time-sensitive podcast today. Three marketing game changers for August. We're going to talk about what you can do in August to set you up for the next quarter. But I have Vince here. Vince, are you, you straight and narrow today? Oh, I feel great today. Uh, you're good today, right? Yeah, I feel last great. podcast, you were, you know, what is that expression? Three sheets from the wind? Well, that's completely drunk. You weren't completely drunk. No, I was, I yeah, was yeah. just hung over. Feeling, feeling a little heavy. So much, <laughs> much better today. But it's funny. I did get a lot of feedback about the, because uh, I did email about the whole event. And I used the, uh, I used a disclaimer in one of my emails uh, saying disclaimer that my energy was low and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, there's some people that kind of chuckled it off and laughed about it. And then there's other people that I, I had one person respond to me and says, please remove me from your email list that I would not, I do not want to get any, well, I don't remember what they said, but anyway, it's always just funny, but it's a good lesson in this. Here's, here's the thing. Dan Kennedy has the rule is that if you haven't pissed anyone off by noon, that you're not marketing hard enough. And I used to get very offended when people would respond to emails and say, remove me from your list. First of all, to all the people that email me and say, please unsubscribe. <laughs> I know. What I'd like you to do is just know <laughs> that there actually is an unsubscribe button at the bottom of the email. And all you have to do is click that button and like, like magic, you're, you're unsubscribed, right? So wait, Vince, I have a question. Do you ever unsubscribe them then? So, cause I get that a lot too. Please unsubscribe me. I never unsubscribe them. Like, ah, you can figure out where the button is. No, I just, resp I reply back uh, to them and I'm very, always very polite. Right. Uh, and I reply back to them. It's like, awesome. So sorry to see you go. Just go ahead and click the unsubscribe button below. So I don't unsubscribe good, them manually. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother my staff with, you know, that kind of, you know, dumbness. But the reality is, so they, they, they send me back this email and they're like, oh, I don't appreciate trickery and like blah, 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 but, but whatever it was, I love those emails. I used to hate them. I used to get sick to my stomach when anyone would reply and say something negative to me. But now I know that, hey, in reality, there's some people that love what we're doing. But there's some people that don't. And there's some people that maybe hate the way I talk. And there's some people that hate the way I kind of bust chops sometimes in emails. Right. And it's always in from a good place. Right. We're trying here, trying to help out and change lives. Right. It's always coming from a good place. It's a genuine place. But I have now adopted this new mindset of I not that I'm trying to get people to unsubscribe. Right. But technically, I kind of am because I am catering to a certain type of person.
And if I'm catering to a certain type of person, there's a good chance that I'm not going to resonate with another type of person. So I guess the lesson here to gym owners is there's going to be some people that, hey, if, if you're being somebody, right, if you're out there and you're speaking your mind and you're kind of, you know, sticking up and standing up for what you believe in, and I'm not talking like politically or anything like that, but hey, you, you, you got beliefs and you got things that you want to, you know, hit home and maybe it's beliefs about nutrition, maybe it's beliefs about fitness or exercise, whatever. People want a leader that, that stands up for what they believe in. They respect that. They respect people that have an opinion. They respect people that stand up for what they believe versus being always in neutral and making sure you're not ruffling any feathers. I think that's an important thing to know because I do think that that prevents people from putting out content. I think it prevents, yeah. and certainly not you, obviously. You, I don't care. you do an email a day or you do a video a day, so you <laughs> certainly do not care. But, but a lot of people, it prevents them, it, the, the fear of a reply to one of their emails, a possible disagreement with one of your points or something like that, or possibly being questioned on something. It, that fear prevents a lot of people from putting out stuff. I also think, you know, to add to what you're saying too, is I also think that you need to get really creative with your content because think about it, especially with fitness and what we do, you know, you can write the best article in the world on fat loss, but if it's boring yeah. and it doesn't get people to open it, if they're not, you have to get creative. So like, like what you put in your copy, you put, you know, and like you teach us and we all learn from you all the time. It's like the headlines are the copy to do the next thing, you know, mm -hmm. that. That's, that, that's what's going to get you to do the next movement. And you have to get sticky man off the couch, so to say. So you have to sometimes get creative and do kind of, not that you did it on purpose. It was just, just so happened that that happened, but that was a, a good way for you to draw people in to, to listen. Cause it's different. Oh, he's low energy. What happened? Let me see. Let me listen to it. But if they listened to it and took action on the stuff that we talked about, I'm sure their business would have improved. It's the same thing with fitness. You have to get creative to get people to do take action and, and click your stuff versus everything else because you're just competing with everybody else for everyone else's attention. That's, that's a great point. And uh, you're, you're 100% on the mark. Uh, nobody likes boring, right? So if you're going to be boring, you might as well you know pack it in because no one's going to tune in to boring stuff. So, all right, ready to rock and roll? Yes, let's do this. So, and I think that I love this because this is really time sensitive for all yes. of us. This is going to yes. come out. Is this going to come out this week? It, it, so, so the day this will be released uh, via email will be July twelfth, I believe. Perfect. It's yep. So be that's Monday. So, but it'll probably so get that, released earlier. But, but July twelfth is when the email will go out. Which so is perfect. So you have at least two or three weeks to start implementing this stuff in, guys. So yeah. All the stuff that we talk about, really take some notes right now and begin to implement this stuff in. So this way you have a really successful August and September going forward. So the first thing that we have on our list is reactivations. Yeah, but before we get into it, I just want to preface this with, with, with why this is so kind of close to my heart in August. When I first opened my business, we trained mostly athletes. And we would always have these monster summers where we, you know, we had tons of kids in June, July, first part of August. But a lot, a lot of the revenue was taken on in June. 
right? And so that June money had to last us for several months. But then all of a sudden we get to August and there's always that slow trickle coming back in September with back to school. And a lot of times people don't come back till mid-September. So August was always like a very scary low revenue month for me for many, many years. And partly was because we mainly focused on athletes, but also because where I live in this neck of the woods, there's a lot of people that are going on vacations. August is a big vacation month. So there's not a lot of people signing up for gym memberships in August. So we struggled with this for years and we had to kind of take some, some very specific and create some very specific things to do to not just make money in August, but to be able to leverage the time period to have a better fall and a better September. So a lot of times people are sitting there panicking, like, okay, what do I do? There's no, I got to get some clients in August versus sometimes you just need to breathe and maybe think about what do I need to do in August to be able to have a really, really good fall. Cause here's the thing at the end of the day, you can't force people to sign up for your gym while they're on vacation in the Bahamas. Right. So there is, there is, there is a point in time that, that there Unless is you have a just, virtual gym. Correct. Right. But, but if we, if you don't, you can't, so, so there's just things to do. So, so we're going to give uh, uh, three different uh, options today that I think combat this. And it's a combo of setting yourself up for a great fall, but also to make some money, um, you know, in, in the month of August. Well, I also want to preface something too, Vince, because we have to think of in the times that we're in right now. I don't know about for everyone else listening to this, but I know for New York and New Jersey, where we live, I think September is going to be one of those months. Everyone's going to start going back to work in September too. You know, the I think the thing with Biden is going to end with the unemployment stuff. So I think a lot of people are going to go back to work. And I think you're going to see a really big shift in scheduling too. I think that that's going to you might lose some clients because they're going to get overwhelmed that they have to go back to work yep. and you're going to go through that. So keep that in mind. You want to have August pumping. So this way you're September. If you do lose people, you'll have some people new to add to the, to the roster there, so to say. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and even, even if people, you know, a lot of schedules will change in August or in September as well. So there'll be a lot of shifts coming on. That's a good point. So, so the first one, the first game changer, August, we started doing this several years ago. And this is a very specific reactivation strategy. And all of you listening to this, if you've been in business for a certain amount of time, if you're a brand new business and you have no lost clients yet, you really can't do this. But most of you listening have former clients that, and even clients you probably lost during COVID that may not be uh, back yet. So we have this kind of campaign we created called August uh, Trains Free. And what we do is we reach out to people that are former members. And this is not like a, bl a big blast. This is individualized uh, text message, phone call, um, even direct mail. We do some gifting and stuff like that. Um, and we, we essentially have this campaign that it, it's kind of like, we want you back. And we go out there and we re individually reach out to them and be like, hey, it's been a long time. You haven't been there. We got to, because people are going on vacation, we got some empty spots in August. And what we want to do is I want to gift that to you for free in the hopes that you come back and, and become a full-time 
member with us again. And so we go through and we go through our Rolodex of former clients and we send them texts and we, we, we call them up and we offer them a free month. Okay. Now, a lot of them say, awesome. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. A lot of them will say, well, I really want to do it, but I'm going to be away for a couple of weeks in August. Do you think it's okay if I had my free month in September? And the answer is always, mm, okay, right? Because what's the goal, right? The goal is to get them back in the door, right? You get them back in the gym. That's the goal. And remember, these are highly qualified people. These aren't just random people on Facebook that you're giving a free month to. These are people that have been in your gym before. And AB and I have talked about for many you know, many, many shows, uh, the reason why people leave, most of the reason why people leave is life got in the way. And there's, there's never thing, been anything more of life getting in the way than what just happened, in, you know, with COVID and everything like that. Right. So there's a lot of, there's probably a lot more people on this list than normal right now. So that's why this is a great time to do it. So all you need is a list of all the former clients you got. Okay. And maybe you want to add former uh, trial members. Like, so let's, let's say someone did a, a 30 day trial and they never converted and you want to kind of get them back in the door and they were a good qualified, but this is for decently qualified people. You don't want to just randomly give this to people. This is something that you're, you're going to spend time on the phone. You're going to spend time thinking about what you want to text them and offer them a month for free. Now it's not there for, this is an important point. It's not their first month right? It's not their first month because what does that imply? Their first month implies that they have to sign up. This is just a gift, right? And what we're doing is we're following the law of reciprocity here from Cialdini, right? And the law of reciprocity states when you give something to someone, they feel obligated to give you something back, right? So we're going to give them a free month, no strings attached. And basically the way we structure it is, Hey, we're going to come in free month. It's on us. No obligation to sign up. We, Hey, I do. I would love to uh, set up a meeting for 30 days from now and sit down with you and see if you'd like to continue. And that that's, that's gotta be something that you definitely do. You're not just going to like, let them leave. You got to sit down with them and they got to tell you no, right? They either got to tell you yes or no. That's an important part of this process that you have earned the meeting. You, the only thing you're going to ask for is the meeting. That's Do you schedule thing. that in the beginning? Yeah, hundred percent. So when, when they come in for a consult or whatever, whoever you sign people up or whatever, that meeting is scheduled. The way we structure it is that meeting is scheduled that day. And there's reminders set up and there's all kinds of things set up. And that the goal is that's the yes or no meeting. Would you like to continue? So we always, always, always get people every year to re-sign on when, when we do something like this. And it was just, what is it? Well, it's an irresistible offer. Right? That's what it is. It's a free month of personal training. Like, and, like, and we've had people respond that say things like, well, all right, how could I say no to that? Right? So you, you got to think of sometimes when you want to get people in the door, you need to give them a really, really great offer. And to someone that probably is already a fan of yours and maybe they're only not back because they just haven't gotten their act together and they know they want to be back, right? The people that come to this, the majority of them, if they do come, are going to continue. So 
there's because almost people are almost going to feel weird and squirrely if they do come and they don't sign up. Hence the law of reciprocity, right? And you're not going to guilt them in if they don't or anything like that. But in my experience in doing this, the majority of people that actually do come and take the free month will sign up. How many people do you usually get? I mean, I know your numbers are a little yeah, bit different than most. It, but. It, it, it's not a huge amount, right? It's not a huge amount for us, but I'd say we get anywhere from five to 10 people to come in for the free month. And the close rate on it is usually, it's higher than, than our normal close rate from a 30-day trial. The close rate on it is around 80%. So if we get 10 people, that's eight new memberships right there, all from people that were dormant that maybe wouldn't have come in if we didn't ask them. So it's not a huge volume play. It really all depends on how many people you have on your list, right? It all depends on how many people you have on this reactivation list uh, with how many if you get. Small list, you're going to get a small amount. Bigger list, you should get more. So that's a, that's a great strategy. And what does that cost you? Yeah, zero. There's no ad spend to that. So on an already month where revenue is usually down, you got something that you can get new clients for free. So, so Vince, what if someone has like capacity issues? Like what if they're having capacity issues right now? Maybe their mornings are full or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, they, but they want to add more clients in. So this way they can, you know, offset their September. What would kind of be, I guess you would just go in and just pick less or just use the scarcity play then. I have five slots. You could do the scarcity play. Uh, I would say if someone has a capacity issue, whenever I have a capacity issue, what do I suggest? Raise your prices. Uh, yeah. If you have a 100% closed rate and you have a capacity issue, meaning you have a long line of people waiting to get into your gym, you don't have a problem. The only problem you have is a pricing problem, <laughs> right? So just raise, just raise your prices. So right. many people are afraid of that though, man. I, we've got, I've gotten a, a lot of calls with a lot of guys from our group and a lot of people are afraid to raise their prices. They really are. They're afraid to do it. They think people are just going to leave by the droves. And like you say all the time, you can just change it on new people coming in. Yeah. How are they going to know what the old price was? Well, we talked about this, I think a couple podcasts ago, yeah. one of our members raised their prices and just, you know, literally paid for his kid's college fund. But yeah, I mean, and it's, it's a very real fear, right? It's the fear of loss. It's like all of a sudden, if I raise my prices and it's not always the fear of loss, it's the fear of what people will think, right? They'll think, oh, Anthony Belvalacqua, he's raising his prices because he wants to buy his wife a new Porsche and he's, or he's raising his prices because, you know, he's greedy or he's raising his prices because his, his head's getting too big and he thinks he's too cool. Like, it's like, that's, that's the stuff that goes through. It's usually not the, the fear of loss and people not leaving is one of them, but it's really the fear of what people will think if you raise your prices and what people will say and the dealing with the, the flack, right? The dealing with the questions, the dealing with the, why are you raising your prices? I've been here this long. Why are you raising my prices? Right. And the thought of all that is what really gets people to not do it. And so the way around that is to just follow this quote, what other people think of you. I knew that was coming. Is none of your business. Very true. Very I spent I spent a lot of money in therapy to get that quote. 
<laughs> All right. So that was number one. I think we beat that one up pretty good. So guys, just go into your old list of people. It doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to make this into a big system. Just look who is a really good member that you had. Oh, I would like for them to come back. Boom. Send them a text. Give them a phone call. How you doing? Let's get you in. Very simple stuff. All right. Number two, the sweepstakes. So, so if the August trains free is kind of more on the inside, right? Meaning you already have the people. You already got them on a list. The sweepstakes is more about the outside. And here's why I love the sweepstakes, because let's say you run, there's some people that will run a six week challenge in August, which I think is a massive mistake. Now, I'm not saying that it's not possible to get people, but as I said before, you're not going to get someone to join a challenge in the Bahamas. And to be honest with you, you're probably not going to get anyone to sign up for anyone, anything virtual when they're on vacation and they're boozing and they're drinking and and boozing, those are the same and they're boozing and they're eating. Right. Do they want to do, do they want to like be on a six week challenge in the middle of August when they're trying to have enjoy life and go out on vacation? Remember now this is my market. This is your market, right? Our market that's in the forties, fifties and sixties. Yes. They want to get fit. Yes. They want to get healthy, but they also want to enjoy life. They want to be out with their kids. They want to be out with their friends. They want to be at barbecues. They want to be having fun, right? And so your six-week challenge in the middle of August is that you're basically, you're raining on their parade, if you will, right? But the sweepstakes, the sweepstakes is a picture of the future. Now, here's what's going on in the mind of someone that has gotten out of shape in August, they're still going to go and they're going to go to the parties and they're going on vacations and they're still going to eat and they're still going to drink. But in the back of their head, there's, they know the fall is looming. They know back to school is coming. They know things going. And in the back of their mind, they're already starting to calculate, all right, got to get this thing on track in the fall. Got to, I'm, stop drinking. I'm going to start eating. So, so my, my sister, 4th of July weekend. Okay. 4th of July weekend. We're, we're, you know, having fun. We had a good weekend at the beach and we're eating bagels and we're eating pizza and we're eating like all kinds of crap. Right. And my sister makes an announcement on Monday and says, I am now gluten and dairy free. She was like, I feel like shit, and I'm not eating any more gluten and dairy. Like, this is 4th of July. So it's like, you know, like, right? But that's like kind of what people are thinking. Like, they're, they're having fun, but at the same time, they're like, oh, man, I feel like crap, right? And so enter the sweepstakes. The sweepstakes is this thing. And let me just very quickly tell you what this is. This is Because a lot of you following me know what this is. Some of you may not. But the sweepstakes is something – I invented five years ago, and it's where you create some kind of an irresistible offer. It could be a year of personal training. It could be an eight-week personal training package. It's something that people can look at and be like, oh, man, that's a really good offer. Okay, that's something that I really want. And what you do is you put it out on your ads and your emails, and you give it away for free. 
could be to one person, could be to four. There's lots of variations to this. But the premise behind it is there's an irresistible offer that they have to fill out an application to try to win it for free. That's that's the premise. That's as, as quickly as I can get into it. There's a ton more detail about it. But that's all I have for today on this. So when this comes across their feed or when this comes across their email in the month of August, this is not a threat because they don't have to do anything right now. They don't have to go to the gym the next day. They don't have to join a gym uh, at all. All you're saying is, hey, you could win this and this is going to start in the fall. So that's why I love a sweepstakes in August because the, the, the ads that are going out, they're always on their phone, right? They, don't, they, they never don't have their phone. So they're on the beach and they're hung over right? Or they just finished a huge meal and they're sitting and they see the sweepstakes and they're like, oh, you know, free chance to get fit and get back in shape, you know, when we come back in the fall. Well, yeah, I'll do that. I'm sitting here on the beach, might as well fill out this application. And what you're doing is you're padding your lead generation for the fall, right? So not a lot of these people that sign up for the sweepstakes will become clients in August. But what you're doing is you're leveraging what they're, what they're going through in the month of August. And we're all going through it, right? There's all, even us in the fitness industry, it's like, all right, yeah, yeah, fall. Let's say, like, uh, so I have not been doing jujitsu, right? I stopped during COVID and I'm like, I really want to start, but I just like, we're going away for two weeks in August. And then we got, you know, the GFP retreat. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to start in September. Right. That's that's where my mind and, and, and this I'm in the business. Right. I'm in the business and I still do stuff like that. So you got to know where everyone's head is at. But if something came across my feed that said, hey, you can win a full year of jujitsu. And you have to fill out the application and we're selecting the winner in early September, man, I'd be all over that. Right. If, but if someone said, hey two-week trial, right? Two-week trial to try jujitsu in the month of August, I'm going to be like, eh, I'm gone. I'm away. I'm not going to do that, right? And that's why the difference between the other one, the reactivation is we're going to a very specific pocket of people, right? We're going to a small batch. And even that small batch, even if they do say no, we now have a, a sell to get them to come in September. So that's the difference between the two. That's the inside versus the outside. So that's why a lot of the mastermind members are running in August sweepstakes that kind of leads people up. And what you're doing is you're, you're just building a client base that you can market to uh, a little closer in September. So that's, that's the second thing that can change the game in August. Yeah. And plus, like you said, I think the sweepstakes is just a really good uh, lead generator too. So you have a bunch of people to market to after. So it's kind of like refilling the bucket almost. Exactly. Yep. So I think that that beat that one up pretty good. We Plus, I th- we've done so many podcasts on that too. So you guys can go back. I'm sure you could search sweepstakes and find it because we have a, we did a bunch. We did a bunch. All right. Let's roll into number three, man. All right. So, so number three is instead of sitting there and you know, being like, how am I going to survive in, in August? Start to really get prepared 
for the fall, right? So that's number three is, yeah, do a few things like what I said, the reactivation and set up your sweepstakes and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, what are you doing in August? Sorry, what are you doing in September that you can start getting ready for in August? Now, let me give you an example. So sometimes people will see me doing like a six-week challenge in September. And they're like, all right, I got to do a six-week challenge and I'll throw, an, throw a Facebook ad up to try and promote a six-week challenge, right? Well, that's, that's not why we do have successful six-week challenges. We have successful six-week challenges because we have an ad strategy. We have an email strategy. We have a referral strategy. We have an internal signage strategy. We have a strategy that we do. We work on with our trainers where our trainers talk about the challenge. We have a date that's a kickoff meeting. We usually have a seminar that helps sell the challenge, right? So there's this very thought out process that goes into launching something like this. And you can't wait till September 15th and just just all of a sudden say, I want to do this. No, this is stuff you got to be thinking about today, now, in August, saying, if I'm going to run some type of a back to school event, which you should because of everything I explained before, Right. This is stuff you got to be thinking about now and you got to be prepared. You can't just marketing. This squirrel marketing is one of the worst things to do. It's how you market sloppily, right? You just throw something together last minute. And usually when you throw something together last minute, sometimes it can hit, but most of the time it's just like, no. But if you really think about it ahead of time and you put some time into the emails you're going to write to promote it, you put some time into what you're going to put the ad in, you maybe make some videos you know, you put some time into the promotion of what you're going to do in the fall. And you take the time, maybe the downtime that you have in August when you're not as busy. And you really think about what am I going to do to crush it in September? That that will make up any losses that you had. So that's that's just a brief one on that. It, it's just to begin with the end in mind. Be prepared right now and use this time to be ultra, ultra ready to take advantage of what I believe is going to be a pretty good snapback because September is like, you know, obviously, you know, you had the mask got lifted. I believe it was like May and then you ran into summer, but technically September will probably be the first like normal start. There's going to be a lot more normalcy coming in, in September, right? As you know, almost most people get vaccinated as all this stuff like happens and you know, hopefully there's, as what you said in the beginning of people getting back to work and stuff like that, there's going to be a lot more normalcy coming back in September and we need to be there, right? We need to be there when, when they're ready and don't, don't think that they're just going to show up. You still need to market. And I've been telling you guys this from the very beginning, do not just allow people to, to come back and sit and wait. One of the worst conversations I had with a gym owner who's no longer a gym owner anymore. And after I tell you what he said, uh, you'll know why. But he was struggling in the month. It was the month of was several years ago. And it was the month of, um, it was like November or December. I can't remember. And I was like, how you doing, bud? And he's like, eh, just, eh, just waiting for January. And I just was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. I think a few weeks later, he went belly up, right? And I just – I knew that was going to happen, right? But don't wait. 
Know that it's coming. There's a lot coming. It's coming right now, but don't wait. Keep your foot on the gas. If you have extra cash from your PPP loan or something like that, you should not be sitting on that. You should be investing that in marketing and trying to make that money work for you. I can't stress this enough. You guys got to keep your foot on the gas and keep pushing, okay? Because it's not the time to just be passive and just allow you know stuff to happen. Go out and get it. What what would what would you do if you were a gym owner? Then well, you are a gym owner, but in September, what do you think is the best um, thing to run in September? Then, and like, and when in September, the first of September, like the first week, you know, the third week. What's like always your go-to September event? So I, you know, again, a lot of it AB is based on the market, right? So my market, and I know this because my wife is a mother of three kids in the school system. Right. So you got Labor Day weekend and then that first week is like shot. Mm -hmm. Right. You're trying to adapt. You you know, kids are starting new sports. you got kids that got new schedules. There's all kinds of getting used to new school. And like they moms can't think of anything else except that of what's going on. So to start a challenge like the day after Labor Day is probably not the best idea. We always go. I think it's like we start ours the third week in September, where we'll take the day after Labor Day starts the promo of the challenge. And then we have a two to three week lead time for that. So that's my that's what we do. It, it works well for us. That's what we teach. Could you start a challenge the day after Labor Day? Yeah, you could. But that means you have to be marketing it hard in the end of August. Right. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people that maybe, you know, maybe not be thinking that way yet. Yeah, I agree. You know, you have to keep one of the things that I'm learning, especially, you know, doing this a couple of years now is you've got to kind of follow the school schedule. It's mm. almost like the school schedule is going to dictate a lot of your marketing because everybody's like you said, in our markets, the parents and it's going to revolve around the kids. So if you, as long as you're following the school schedules, I think you're OK. I got one more point to, to leave you on. Someone that's in their. 40s, 50s and 60s. They have parents, and I know this because my my grandmother just passed, right? And uh, people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and this is making the case for this market, right? They're the largest transformation of wealth in the history of this country is coming. (laughs) If you think about it. Right. People in their 40s, 50s and 60s, they're about to inherit a boatload of money. And the reality is 40s, 50s and 60s people in this group, the age 40 to 60 is not only a great market because not many other places are marketing to them. Right. You have the orange. What, who is Orange Theory focused on? Orange Theory focuses on the, the mom in their 30s. Right. That that young mom that's got a couple kids that are like four and seven years old. Right. That's their market. Right. And they don't want someone that's got an aching knee to be a client because they can't be a client. What are you going to do? You know, take the but But for us, someone like you and me, AB, we can say, oh, you got a bum knee. No problem. We'll just hip hinge. Right. We won't do any squatting, any movements or anything like that. We'll just change your upper body. We'll change your core really hard and, you know, we'll hinge you and we won't, we won't even touch the knee. Well, that can't, that can't happen, but we can do that. We can do that with the forties, fifties people in their sixties. And 
one of my mantras that I've been preaching for, 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 for this whole year is something called differentiate or die. Right. And so if you're not going to be different, you're just going to be, you know, one and of the same of everybody else. And you're going to be going after the same market and the same people. So I'm making the case for not telling you how to run your business and what to do, but the people in their thirties and twenties, they been, a lot of these people don't even need you, mm-hmm. right? They don't even need you. And the people in the 40s, 50s, 60s, they do. And they have the financial resources to do it now. And they got another avalanche of money coming to them anyway, right? So pick your market wisely. That's, I mean, one of the most important decisions you'll ever make in running your business is who you help. I had a call yesterday with um, uh, one of our members and we were talking about, he's starting a new venture in coaching consulting and I was helping him think through this. And the question I asked him, he's he's talking about the different structures and coaching. And it's just like, well, the number one question you need to answer is who do you want to be the hero to? That's the most important question you need to ask, ask. And if you look at your gym, and you look at your business and all of a sudden you see someone in their 80s, someone in their 50s, someone in their 20s, right? And someone in, in a teenager, know that your marketing is probably a little messed up. That when you have, like, ideally, if you're marketing well, you should have people that look like clones of each other in your gym. Yeah. Right? And then not to say there's going to be some variation. We have people that, like, you know, the majority of our clients are in their four, probably the average is in their fifties, but every once in a while, one of their, you know, 20 year old sons will join, you know, the gym and right. And so we didn't market to that person. They just came because there was a prior relationship. But in the most part, if you look at the people that have come in from our marketing are, are very similar. They're from similar towns. Okay. They're, they're, they're similar uh, demographics, similar psychographics, all of this. So, so who you decide to be the hero to is a really, really important question. And, you know, working with clients in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, it's a really good fit for the small group, you know, one-on-one, even some large group models to, to make some money in this business and to help a lot of people at the same time. So there's my little soapbox, AB. Well, that was good. I mean, I think it's important too. Like you said it too, and I kind of got a little nervous. I'm like, oh, I kind of have some people in different age ranges in the gym. No, no, (laughs) no. If you came out GFP, you would see it. It, it, It's, it probably should be. uh, Tom did this. You could probably do it like this. Uh, And I don't know where he got this example. I know he got it from somewhere. Think of like roughly 80% of your clients should probably be in that similar bucket, right? And then you got like, and, and you could do it like this. Just think of it like fitness level, right? Just think of like 80% of your clients should have some kind of fitness level where they maybe got one or two injuries and they're not like crazy out of shape, but they're definitely out of shape, right? And like, let's say 80% of the people can fit in this bucket here. All right. And then you got 10% of your clients that are like ass kickers, right? And they're like deadlifting and squatting. And they're just like, they're like, you know, and then you got another 10% are like, Oh, you got to watch them really carefully, you know? Right. But if all of your clients were like, Oh, we got to watch them really carefully. Or all of your clients were like ass kickers. Like you're probably not going to make as much money, 
so that, that so think of it like that in that that midpoint that 80 percent and if there's some variation to that that's that's okay right yeah all right guys well listen we gave you enough stuff to have a really successful september so i want to well we want some feedback let us know what you're going to implement uh, your feedback is irrelevant no i want to know what they're implementing feedback Not is irrelevant. feedback oh okay yeah, yeah, i, yeah. I want to say. know what they're implementing yeah, we don't need any feedback. No, no, no. I want to know what you guys are going to implement. Out of everything that we spoke about today, which one of these tactics are you going to actually run out there and take? So you can message either me on Instagram at AB Fitness or V or Vince, v, v Gabriel 71, 71. Yeah. So, so I don't know if and you And let us know which one. Saying. I know what you were but, talking about. Uh, your feedback is, so I have to caveat this stuff. That is a Howard Stern clip. There's a great Howard Stern clip uh, called Your Feedback is Irrelevant, where a listener calls Stern up and he's like, hey, Howard, I'd like to give you a little feedback on the show. And Howard goes, not necessary. And he's like, what? He's like, your feedback is irrelevant. Right? <laughs> and it just, it, it, it gets you. In the, and, I'm, and I'm not, if you guys want to give us feedback on the show, more, be more than, I was kind of kidding. But the reality is you, you do need to understand you do need to understand that if you take what everyone and kind of like going full circle to what we open the podcast with, but if you take what everyone says literally and you take what everyone says to heart and you start taking things personally and someone gives you some feedback about something and all of a sudden you're upset about it and you're changing what you're doing all the time, that, that's, not, that's not the way to, to, to succeed. Uh, in the business. So if you get some criticism and get some feedback, listen to it, but take it for a grain of salt and, uh, and then continue to move forward. I agree. But I'm the action guy, Vince. I don't care about feedback either. I care about what everyone listening to this is going to do. So that's why you got to message us. Let us know which one of these tactics helped and which one you're going to implement and make sure you head over to vincesfreebook.com. You just pick up Vince's free book. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else. I don't have to describe anything with that. You are the action guy. I will say that. I will give you that. All right, guys. So go and take action and we'll catch you all on the next one. Peace.